Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. And welcome in everybody to Fantasy Football Now. Sorry we're a couple of minutes late, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. Brady Tinker alongside Jeff Tito Fitoff at Fit Happens, one of the all-time great tags, and I'm at DFW Sportsbeat. Welcome in everybody to week 13 of your NFL season. I started 0-5, and I am now 6-6. What this is proving is resilience, timely trading, and it's also proving that I'm still probably not going to make the playoffs because you can't go fucking 0-5. But we're, That's we're tough. hanging in there. We're yes, hanging in there. it is tough. Yes. My partner and I, yep. three years ago, started 0 and 4 and won nine in a row and didn't get in because we tied for the fourth. Best. Yeah, we, st- we tied for the fourth best record and we had the le- uh, less points than the team that was tied with us. So so we were out. So it feels like that year all over, all over again. Valiant effort to no avail. Uh, let's get to it. Item number one here for everybody in week number 13. I have the winners. This list is a little short. The commanders are now seven and five. Whatever that means to us in fantasy football, a tip of the hat to that head coach and everything that's going on there to Taylor Heineke and Brian Robinson and and Antonio Gibson. And if I'm playing now, I'm playing both Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson because he checks down a lot. Um, and you probably don't have anything better. It looks like Robinson's, you know, grabbing the job. They're still throwing the ball three or four times to Gibson, so he's got a decent floor. You there? I can't hear you either. There we go. Curtis Samuel also, by the way, is a guy who I think that um, has some value for that team. Every time you get the ball in his hands, you got a chance to take it to the house. So I do like Curtis Samuel, but you're right. Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, no doubt about it. A little bit disappointed in McLaurin so far this year. Um, but I think that Samuel's done a good job of filling that void. They're limiting that defense played pretty good. They're they're playing slow football. They're in and out of every huddle. You know, there's just probably a 55 play team too. So when you look down at it, there's just going to be less opportunities. Proud of them though. I mean, and as as the week started last week, every team in the NFC East is in the playoffs. Now, I doubt that'll happen. Yeah, it's amazing. Pretty impressive. Really is. Uh the other winners I had were the Steelers. Uh finally worth watching. Picket to Pickens finally happening. I've been wanting to say that all year. Uh, a couple of odd drops by by Pickett uh, in the middle of the field. Right. Is that right? Is he the wide receiver? Pickens. I get him confused. Huh? Pickens is the one who dropped him. Yeah. Weird. Weird. You see a couple of these? There were a couple of these where he's. I'm, yeah. I'm like, dude, you're one. You're the best rookie wide receiver in the class. What the fuck yeah. is this? He did it yes, twice. I know. Uh, that was odd, but he'll figure that out. Uh, Najee was healthy, and so I was getting happy there. But then he's maybe out. We'll talk about that later. And maybe you need to be looking at Benny Snell who looked like he had young, fresh legs, which he probably does. And it just felt like the Steelers' vibe, whether they're going to win very much or not, is sort of coming back. They certainly played with a confidence and and pick it at the end of the game when he goes in there. And supposedly, the report is that he went in the timeout and said to Tomlin, hey, we're running the ball. We'll give it to Snell. Like he said, this is what we're going to do. And Tomlin said, okay, we'll do it. Snell was great. First carries of the year for Snell um, yeah. and was successful. Jalen Warren supposed to be back this week. Not sure on Najee yet. We'll talk about that. But um, Jalen Warren being there would certainly be a big plus for the Steelers. 
Yeah, something to monitor all of those running backs because you know the Steelers will ch- still try and run. And if the quarterback looks spicy enough to back people up, then the running game should be better. No doubt about that. Item number three, or number two, losers. I have the Ravens on this list, and it's it's odd to me because Lamar started out so well, just like we thought he would, trying to get his contract. And Lamar hasn't been very good. He wasn't bad last week, but he hasn't been true Lamar, probably I would say five of the last six or seven weeks. Running back carousel doesn't ever help them. Uh, <laughs> Gus Edwards in. I was I was going to ask you about Gus Edwards, too. I didn't watch much of that game. He had a touchdown. He had 16 carries. But we saw this four or five weeks ago where Gus came back. He played half of one game, and then he was out again. If if you're a fantasy player and he's available and or you, he's, he's a throw-in and a trade, did you watch Gus and feel like this week should be better, that he's on a on a, an ascending track? And have you heard about J.K. Dobbins while we're doing this? Have not heard about J.K. Dobbins yet. I think they're being very cautious with Dobbins because of the fact he was that uh, rookie pick they made. He's on the five-year plan, really, if you look at it, as far as what running yeah. backs will do that are drafted early. Um, Gus Edwards, somebody I would certainly target, yes. I still believe Lamar Jackson is the best running back on that team, and um, they've blown four fourth-quarter leads, significant fourth-quarter leads this year, which has hurt them, and uh, they're very frustrated, obviously. They're still trending to win the AFC North. They should win the yeah. AFC North, which will get them a first-round home game in the playoffs. But um, it's, it's been disappointing, though, with the, with the uh, Ravens, and they still got to play the Steelers twice, which should be interesting games for that. Uh, I have losers, the Bears, and uh, you know I'm not mad at the Bears. I was enjoying watching the Justin Fields Bears the last right. four or five weeks. Uh, the practice thing that I heard today was he's trying to practice a little bit, and he yeah. quote with the media today said, "Feel better than I felt in a while," which sounds like I'm not fried shit, but doesn't Great. sound like he's really close either to going to I think Green Bay it is this week and playing the Packers. It is going to be a tough week because also he loses Darnell Mooney for the entire season. He's out for the year now, which was his really his best receiver. I know they got Claypool and that helps things out, but Mooney was the best receiver on that team and Fields seemed to really start to connect with him. So that part does hurt. Fields will still run the ball like hell though when he's out there and gives the Bears a real opportunity to, to win against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has owned the Bears for years. So it'll yeah. be fun to see if Fields goes back if they have success against Rodgers. Uh, other losers I had, Bron- I just did mostly teams, Broncos, Texans, and Rams. Uh, we've been through this last two or three weeks. Uh, yeah. The only one that I, I sort of have this feeling about from doing fantasy sports since 1995 and fantasy football is yeah. something's going to happen here with the Texans a little bit. Nico Collins has been getting seven or eight uh, targets the last couple of weeks. And, and yep. this is the time when um, – Oh shoot! Their other wide receiver who I don't love. Um, shoot, shoot! Oh, Brandon shoot. Cooks. On, wanna... Brandon Cooks. This is the no, time. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. When Brandon Cooks steps up, you know when Brandon Cooks steps right. up when it doesn't fucking matter. But as a fantasy player, <laughs> he can help you if you get this right. Right? He can help you if you get this right. And if you think I'm being a dick, I don't mean you, but everybody else out there, I'll take that. But you right. go back and look at the quarterbacks look that the Brandon sense. Cooks yes. played with. Go look at the quarterbacks that he played with and look how he went almost year to year to year away from Tom Brady, away from just one Hall of Fame quarterback after another, and teams didn't want him. Brandon Cooks is the classic fantasy football player on a shitty team at a shitty time when he will show up because he does have skills. Hey, we've all seen guys like this across sports. Russell Westbrook has done it for years in the NBA. You know what I mean? Guys that come up and have great months, great runs, when nothing is on the line. And that's what yep. Brandon Cooks is, yes. Um, the beauty the Broncos, of fantasy sports. It is. The Broncos <laughs> are so bad. In oh. the Texans, yes. In the Rams, with Allen Robinson being out and how many injuries they've had with quarterback, with wide receiver, it is and running back. It is so tough to watch. But all those teams, yes, they're all losers. No, wait, offense meant. I'll say offense meant there. I do mean offense by that. They sucked. <laughs> The Texans, if I'm a Texans fan, I'm like, that's all right. We're going to draft in the first two or three. There's a quarterback right. here for us. Our running back, we, we've seen our running back be pretty darn good. So you can probably add a, a couple of offensive linemen in the offseason just to get your offense jump-started a little bit, right? Nico Collins right. is getting better. So I, I'm not I'm not suicidal if I'm a Texans fan. I'm really not. If I'm a Bronco fan, I am wondering what uh-huh. the hell is going to change this 
when we've got basically guaranteed money of 200 and some million dollars going to this guy who looks like he's done, who nobody yeah. realized that nobody likes. And right. I, I, I'd love to be in that locker room right now, walking around quietly, taking a pulse of performance aside. How do you guys like Russell Wilson? And, and I know here I could get a few guys to tell me, but I, I'd like to know. Brady, it's amazing when you look at the NFL and how now they play such a premium on quarterbacks, which means they get the premium money. If you make a bad choice, that sets your franchise back years. Absolutely. Like, they can't get out of this contract. It like they will kill them on the cap if they try to get rid of Russell Wilson or cover. You can't do it. That's the problem with this. The Packers are experiencing with Rodgers, the Broncos with Russell Wilson. You're gonna have situations like this where guys can completely tote Derek Carr. In, uh, in in Las Vegas, the same thing, where if you make these choices, it can absolutely destroy your franchise for years. We're going to get to this in a minute because Deshaun Jackson may be playing this week as well. So we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, surprises is item number three. Talking fantasy sports here. The Raiders last week went kind of crazy. Their running back yeah. went really crazy. And in one league I'm in, he scored 68. So. Those are things that change games. Adams obviously is a yes. Carr is a roll of the dice. Josh Jacobs looks like a man on a mission. I, if I didn't know better, and I don't know, is Josh Jacobs in a contract here? I'm all, almost guessing because he's been an outlier here on what we think is a, an average offensive line. Uh, and then the other one we've been telling people about for a couple of weeks is this Mac Hollins guy who, when they throw in the ball, you know, sort of attacks the ball. You know what I mean? I mean, I like the look of, of Mac Hollins if you need somebody, if he's available. Mac Hollins, wide receiver, Raiders. Other surprises, the Saints. I'm just surprised. I don't know why I am. But why is this offense so bad? Andy Dalton can throw. He will make some bad throws. Olave is probably the best rookie wide receiver playing. Right. And Kamara isn't even hardly getting any touches. Is Kamara dinged? Is there something I don't know? And Taysom no, Hill. Just... Go ahead. No, I mean Taysom Hill's a wild card too. I just two or three weeks ago I was like, you know what? I'll take I'll take a I'll take dart throws at this New Orleans offense, but I, I it's it's inexplicable to me. You have any ideas? Well, I I don't think Kamara's hurt. I think they're not using him properly. But every time this happens, where you get a situation that like the, the Saints offense being what it is, every week they're bad makes Sean Payton look good. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And so it, it, it's increasing his value. I know the Peyton's rights are owned by the Saints, so they can't move without they won't move without compensation. Um, I believe that Jacobs might be a free agent next year, a chance for that. And he was a great, great game. Yeah, over 300, like the fourth or fifth highest total um of uh yards of scrimmage by a uh, by a non-quarterback, obviously, but they had 300 plus yards, huge game. I love Matt Collins. The Saints, I can't figure out. Um, the fact that Michael Thomas having the injuries he's got, and you've got um, so Taysom Hill's been so inconsistent, but like I said, all season long, he is a weak winner for you. If he has a good game, he just has not had enough good games. Jarvis Landry injury. There's a lot of injuries there, but every week the saints falter. It makes Sean Payton look really good. Boy, doesn't it? Now I'm hearing, uh, the chargers don't love their coach, which I would completely echo. And Dennis he'd, Allen? he'd be, yeah. Uh, no chargers coach. Oh, chargers coach. I'm sorry. Chargers coach. Yes. Um, they'd be he'd be interested in that job. I bet. Oh yeah, Peyton would love that to charge. And I'm yeah. from Kansas City. I do not want his right. ass in my division coaching that quarterback. Not at all. Not at all. No, thank you. Uh, item number four, the ads. Um, so I got quite a few. You chime in here behind me. DeAndre Carter, five catches, four catches, four catches, seven catches in the last four games. Uh, Herbert throws the football, and you do not know what is happening with uh, Williams and or. Uh, Keenan Allen, who I guess has played the last couple of weeks, but only getting four throws or so, occasional targets. And then I wrote Josh Palmer down, which I'm sure he's not available in any leagues, but maybe a 10-team league if he's still sitting there because you've sort of taken your eyes off or you believe the other two guys were coming back. Uh, At this point, I'd add DeAndre Carter and Josh Palmer in any league if they were available. Absolutely. Look, I've loved Josh Palmer for weeks now. I've talked about him, and you have no idea with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, even if they say they're playing, you could probably count on being out for half the game. So yeah. I love Palmer, love Carter. It's a desperate team, and they are going to throw the ball a lot. That's their most effective way of moving the ball. They love Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, I certainly would, would add Palmer and Carter both. Uh, did you happen to see Jelani Woods? Do you even know who that is? Did you see it? 
Yeah, from uh, from uh, Indianapolis. Yes. Indianapolis, big tight end. I don't know why that game was in front of me, and I was watching. I'm like, that's a big bastard. Who the hell is that? It was Monday night. It was the only game that was on. You had to watch it. All right, that's why I was watching. There you go. I was like, dude, that dude is huge, rumbling, yeah. stumbling, bumbling in the middle of the field. And once he catches it, everyone's like, no, thanks. I'm tackling right. his ankles or I'm getting the fuck out of the way. Uh, the, the exciting part was all of that. Um, that's a shorter middle of the field throw for Matt Ryan to make, uh, right. which he can still make. And the other thing, though, is Jelani Woods, tight end, Indy, had seven catches all year prior to having eight catches eight. for 98 <laughs> yards. Right. So, Whatever, but I also know so many of us have injuries, and then this is a mass. Is is it this week? This is a massive bye week, isn't thirteen? Big bye week, yeah. That's what I thought. So anyway, opportunity there. If you missed him, or if you chose not to watch that game, you didn't miss anything. But tight end Jelani Woods of Indy consideration. Uh, Benny Snell at running back. This is a mess. But if Najee doesn't play, we already talked about this. Benny Snell hadn't had any carries all year. He looked fresh because he is fresh, and there looks to be a little energy coming out of Pittsburgh. Warren may be back. Check that out. But even if Warren comes back, I would think they would split carries and, and get some opportunities. So I thought Benny Snell looked, if nothing else, fresh. Yes. Uh, by the way, this week is not the best. Next week's a massive one. This Next week, week. We, have, we only have two teams off this week. Okay. Uh, looking at the schedule now, it's Arizona and Carolina off this week. Okay. Next week is when we have um, Atlanta, 16, Chicago, right? yeah. Bay, Indianapolis, New Orleans, and Washington all off. But okay. it looks like Jayla Warren's going to play this week. He'll be available. So we monitor the Najee Harris news, but I do think that there is a um, potential with Benny Snell. If Najee Harris and Jalen Warren both are limited or out, then yes, Benny Snell. But Pittsburgh's that situation where they are going to run whoever's out there. If it's Benny Snell, Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, somebody's going to run the ball for them. Offensive line is playing better. Kenny Pickett playing better, which opens that up. I love the matchup with Atlanta for the running game also. Zay Jones, we've been mentioning the last couple of weeks, got 14 targets, 11 catches. Uh, they threw the ball a lot, Jacksonville did, yep. because uh, it looks like the, is, is their running back hurt? Is Etienne hurt? Or did I, he I, I, hurt? I'm not, the, he, he's limited, yes. Uh, so Zay Jones is one of those guys at the ends of seasons in the last couple of years. Was it Oakland last year? It was, and yeah, it was the Raiders watched, last year. Yep. And I watched, and I'm like, dude, that dude's fast and runs smooth, good routes and shit. But he's never really done anything. But he is, his targets are up the last three or four weeks. Looks to be right now the favorite target you know, of that quarterback in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, he's, there's Christian Kirk is there and has had a pretty decent year. Marvin sure. Jones is a, is a pretty darn good player. Uh, and maybe there's room for all three of them if that team is going to the passing game uh, from this point on. You know, I like Zay Jones, and last year he was a beast down the stretch with the with the Raiders. And yeah. I, I drafted him in one league, one of those leagues I do like where I got paid to draft someone's team for them. I drafted him, and the guy said, hey, why would you draft Zay Jones? My league mates are laughing at me. I said, wait, just wait, just wait. Because end of the year, much like we talked about Brandon Cooks and what he can do, Zay Jones can also have a big finish to his season. I love him down the stretch. A lot of targets last three or four weeks, yep. folks. If he's available in your league, a, a fair amount of your fab probably would be a good spend, especially considering there aren't that many of those guys left. Uh, other ads, Deshaun Jackson is back in the league. And I didn't know this because I told everybody, don't tell me if Deshaun Jackson comes back in the league because I don't give a shit. But two <laughs> catches for 74 yards for the Ravens. And we all know that if you get Deshaun Jackson on the right day, he's obviously still fast enough. To sure. put up a couple of big plays and and put a dent uh, in a positive way into your scoring if if it if it falls right. Djax is back. Great news. Yeah, he is for Baltimore and Baltimore. But it's a thing where Baltimore receivers again you're throwing darts because any week somebody could have three for one hundred eight and a touchdown. We yeah. just don't know who it's going to be. Mike White, quarterback, the Jets, uh, because. Zach Wilson was stupid, and Mike White came in and grabbed an opportunity and threw for 315 yards and three touchdowns and energized the Jets. Uh, they played the Bears, or no, they played the Bears last week. That's who they played, Let's right? The Bears last week. And Garrett Wilson uh, went crazy. We've seen Garrett Wilson be very good. Uh, he's he's won a couple of games for me this year. Elijah Moore sort of coming out of the woodworks. My question to you would be, is your assessment that, that Robert Sala would let Mike White throw the ball 30 times? From now well, on, just know, last year he against the Bengals, he had the huge game, the 400 passing game to beat them. This week he's at Minnesota, and I expect them to be behind. So, yes, I think he will throw a lot. Look, Mike White, I'm not sure why we've been talking about Zach Wilson anymore. If I'm the Jets, I say, you know what, Mike White, 
you've got the rest of this season to take this job. How if old you is take Mike it, White? I mean, he's 26. He's not, yeah, he's, he's not. He's not like he's some kind of ancient guy. He's not like it's some. He, he's not like uh, um, you know Fitz Magic out there doing this. This is still a young guy. Well, and if he does it, if the team moves the ball and they score points, give him the damn job. Like I, I don't care. So. I think so, you know, right? Except, except that we know Sala is a defensive coach. Sure. So it's that. That's my thing. Is will Sala let him throw the ball if that's the way they're supposed to be scoring the ball right now? Because they're not running it very well, right? That's that's still my question. And I, I do I'm, like him going forward. I, I, I'm sorry, if I'm the Jets, I would say Mike White, you're the starter the rest of the year. Let's see what you got. And we'll decide next year what's going on. Born in '95, so what does that yeah. make him? Twenty-seven. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there you go. Mike White, energy to the New York Jets, who everybody's really rooting for. Latavius Murray. I'm ready to say add. Denver uh, gets rid of Gordon. Gordon ends up in Kansas City. That is no surprise at all. The incestual nature of the NFL, grabbing especially skilled position players from one team in your division to another. Makes sense. Kansas City thinks they're going to win a Super Bowl. Why not add some additional veteran sure. depth at running back? I get that. I would not be adding Gordon at this point. Uh, it's Pacheco's job, and don't forget the Chiefs really don't run the football. Uh, but Gordon is in Kansas City, and Latavius Murray's not great. When I watch Latavius Murray, the one thing I think is that guy plays hard all the time. He that does. guy runs, runs. He does not go down on first tackle. He's not great at anything, but obviously he is that guy because he keeps getting signed by different teams and he keeps getting, you know, uh, when the opportunity arises, he gets lots of carries. So Latavius Murray is there. Adam, Adam, Nico Collins, wide receiver, Houston. We already talked about this. We like the Houston wide receivers. He and cooks at the end of the year, just because it doesn't matter. I wrote miles Gaskin down. I remember watching miles Gaskin off and on in the last couple of years in Miami, have some pretty good games Looks like if there's an opportunity, that's all I'm saying. Jeffrey Wilson is probably not more than a 13 or 14 carry guy at his best anyway. And Mostert is out with a knee issue. And I don't know how much better that gets soon. The only thing I don't like this week is they're at San Francisco. But um, I've seen Gaskin be okay. This is sort of in that category of I need someone. Right. And I'm saying maybe Miles Gaskin. Maybe so, yeah. Watch the Jeff Wilson injury situation. Wilson's the guy they like the most out of that bunch yeah. because – um, of his relationship with the head coach going back to San Francisco. So Wilson's the one they want to have succeed. But if you watch the Wilson injury, watch Mostart, watch all that, and Gaskin may be an option. A.J. Dillon's finally playing pretty good. And I have wondered with those two running backs and an okay offensive line, why Green Bay did not run the ball 40 times a game all year. They came out and did it against the Cowboys. Uh, they didn't do it the next week, but they did do it last week. And A.J. Dillon looks like who I thought he was, right? Maybe a budding... I don't know, I want to say star, but a budding right. good fantasy player where you're like, yep, I get 14 every week out of out of A.J. Dillon. So I sort you of feel what? like now when I watch, you're going to get 14 every week out of A.J. Dillon. Brady, we, we came into the season, we looked at guys like A.J. Dillon, Tony Pollard, guys that yep. were number two backs but really had number one potential in them. It was more yep. of a 1A one, one and 1B, one and that's what Dillon was. I am shocked also the Packers not run the ball more often uh, with A.J. Dillon and, you know, Aaron Jones out there. I think that would have been a, a huge benefit to them to say, you know what, we're going to become more of a balanced team and not let Rodgers throw to these receivers he doesn't want to throw to. Let's let's establish a running game with Dylan and Jones. We mentioned last week, and we'll mention again, Jamison Williams was the best wide receiver we all thought coming out of college from the University of Alabama to Detroit. A first-round pick has been on IR uh, is in that 21-day window, is practicing, and I believe he's coming back. Now, I read this morning that people do not like his chances of playing this week in Week 13 either. But if you're one of those teams we talked about, we've, we've been sort of trying to prop up the teams that are struggling to stay in the fight because <laughs> that's right. been you and me. But the yeah. truth is, the other side of the coin that you remind people is, if you are winning then and you have the ability to grab a little depth, right. Jamison yes. Williams in Week 15, 16, yes. 17, 18 yes. the playoffs might accidentally really help. Because no if he's healthy, he's dynamic as hell. That's the better move right there, Brady, is do that. If you're winning, you can afford to take a hit somewhere. But you shouldn't. Have. If you're winning, your team is so solid, week 13 and 14 don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're getting the playoffs. Week 15 is the playoff starts. Get ready for that. If you're in a dynasty league, grab him. If you're a dynasty league, like your team, your season's over, Trade something of value to somebody else who's trying to win and try to get Jameson Williams back if you can do it. I love Jameson Williams' upside. Me too. Um, Isaiah McKenzie is one of those guys that in his first two or three years in the league, 
you see how many catches and how many yards and whatever. You're like, pretty good. And then you watch him, you're like, pretty fast. Run right. a little Statue of Liberty. Run around. He's skinny, but he can do lots of things. He's really broken out this year. Out of necessity, I think, from some injuries off and on, from, from Gabe not being as good or being a little bit dinged up. But Isaiah McKenzie had another good week last week. And Buffalo's in a bit of a desperate situation, even though they're right there. I mean, that quarterback's not quite right. The running game's not quite right. The, the the defense isn't quite what it was. Von Miller is out again this week. Buffalo sort of feels like they're grabbing right now. And Isaiah McKenzie stepping up over here saying, I, I, can, I can play. And they're finally, right. you know, getting him the ball. If he happens to be available, I like Isaiah McKenzie. And, and certainly that Buffalo team's going to get better, I think. Buffalo's desperate because they're trying to win the division against Miami and also trying to get home field. They would much yeah. rather play at home against Kansas City for the AFC Championship than on the road. A lot of things going on there. Buffalo's locked for the playoffs, yes. And they're a Super Bowl contender, sure. But they want to get the home field advantage as far as they can in the playoffs. And they would start that by winning um, the AFC East. And so, yes, they are desperate. And McKenzie's been so good lately. Gabe Davis has fallen off. I think Gabe Davis is dinged, don't you? I, and I've watched well, him a couple yeah, times. He is, yes, he looks like he's off. Also, we, we mentioned this before the drafts. Were we all certain Gabe Davis was going right to 12-50 and 15 touchdowns? Because, boy, that's where he went in a lot of drafts. And I was like, I saw it. I'm from Kansas City. I watched him throw up four against us. So I saw it. But he's never done it before. Are we certain? And I think he's he's – Pretty good, but not great. Marquise Brown is back in Arizona. Arizona is another team I've been saying for a couple of weeks. I think that quarterback's going to get interested. D-Hop is back, and there's something coming out of the Arizona team. But I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Well, it's it's hard to tell with that where they're going to go. I mean, he's certainly struggled, and there's still this overwhelming like kind of cloud over um, Cliff Kingsbury, if he'll be the head coach next year. They're off this week. They got a chance to get right. But like I was somebody who, in many of my drafts, I targeted DeAndre Hopkins, thinking that when he comes back, he could be a game changer. I also like Marquise Brown, though. Hollywood Brown was relationship with Murray before all this. Yeah. So we'll see what happens after the bye week. Um, I, I'm just not – I'm not sold on it. There's a cloud over Kingsbury, but for me, there's a cloud over Kyler Murray, too. There it's, is. But- it, it's sort of following him around like, you know, whatever. Linus got followed around by the cloud that rained on him all the time or whatever except that this one's self-imposed. I don't think Linus ever really deserved rain and a cloud over his head all the time. I think Kyler Murray kind of does. And and I watched him here in high school and I thought he was too small. And I watched him, you know, all in all into college. And I was like, oh, he's just always the best player on the field. He's impossible to catch. He's got a cannon of an arm. He can figure out right. how to move around the pocket to see windows. And he's going to be great. Only my view at 60 years old has been, this guy only cares sometimes. And if it doesn't go the way he wants it to go, it hurts to run the football, even though that's one of his best things. So you can almost see effort in two carries for 12 yards games versus games when he's interested when he goes six for 58. And I'm like, listen, there, there's, there's there's something there. I am whatever. He's a local kid from this Texas area, and I want to root for him, but I'm struggling to root for him, to be honest with you. Now, what is Brady? Is it? If somebody's got to go, it's going to be Kingsbury. It oh, won't know. be him. It won't oh, be Murray because of the contract. That's the part that's tough about this is because it's a – but Kingsbury wanted him. Kingsbury went to the job with Arizona knowing, I want this guy. And so maybe that gets Kingsbury a longer leash. But, look, after the way they failed in the playoffs last year, getting run out of things by the Rams down the stretch, and then this year, it's, 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 tough, to, it's tough to see Kingsbury back there next year. Jordan Mason is a name that may be out of nowhere, and this may be one that could help because there are issues. Uh, Elijah Mitchell out. I don't know if it's for the year, but he's out, and he's out at least for the next four weeks, which right. for most of us in fantasy means he's out. He's done. Uh, yeah. And now McCaffrey is questionable. He did not practice today. Uh, he did not practice. What is today? Wednesday. He did not practice today. They're going to be cautious with him. You know they are. So I imagine yeah. McCaffrey plays because they are on a mission. But there's carries here. For Jordan Mason from Georgia Tech. And to be honest with you, I don't know shit about Jordan Mason. Do you? No, I don't know a lot, but I, I know this. He does run hard and he's good between the tackles, which is what I like about him. But um it's it's all about the scheme. And if you if you trust, you know, in Shanahan what they could do, like there was a time you remember it with uh, his dad with Mike Shanahan um mm-hmm. in Denver, where it didn't matter if it was Orlandis Gary or whoever it was they threw out there. 
to be the running back for Denver. And right. that guy always did well. And right. there was another guy too, Mike. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was Gary. There was another Mike. And then there was obviously and Mike, An- Mike Anderson, right? Mike Anderson. There you go. Great call. Yep. So all those guys, no matter who it was, they produced. And so it's a thing where you don't have to believe in the running back. If you believe in the coach and the system, then like, cause the, the, the thing with the latest Gary came out of nowhere. Mike Anderson came out of nowhere. Terrell Davis hell came out of nowhere. Yep. All those guys did. Same thing here. Garoppolo a little bit questionable this week, too, which affects everything they do if he doesn't play. But that's a name for you, folks. Jordan Mason. Do some homework. See if he's uh, someone you should pick up. Richie James, mostly a good special teams player in New York, is getting more and more touches, and he catches the ball when it's thrown his way. The Giants don't have much. Six more catches last week. Again, it may not be a massive ceiling, although he's pretty fast. Uh, right. But but Richie James catches the ball. The Giants are not going out quietly. I think they have such injuries they're really in trouble. But but they're not going out quietly. Daniel wants to keep this thing going, and, and so does Dable. So Richie James, yeah, possibility. Yes. By the way, Jordan Mason too. If you're if you're watching right now, or when you whenever you watch us and listen to us, maybe for daily fantasy, a cheap guy you can add on like DraftKings or wherever you you decide to do that, FanDuel, whatever you decide. I'm saying there's options there. He might be a cheap ad, something to look into. Same thing with Richard James. Okay. James Washington has been put into that IR window for the Cowboys uh, to potentially play for the first time this year. Uh, I don't know. Gallup is, I I eyeballed him closely. Gallup's ACL surgery now. He he had some really good put-his-foot-in-the-ground moves last week, early four catches to get them started. Uh, CD has been grilled as close to embarrassment as they can get without hurting his feelings about shitty routes and and lazy reads and him sort of running out there saying, well, this shit ain't going to work and then basically stopping. Uh, and he's doing better. He's had a couple hundred yard games in his last three or four games. So my point is Cowboys receivers that are out there, Dalton Schultz has just been a war hero. Dalton Schultz yes, was really is. hurt four weeks ago. And he is fighting through a little ACL tear and he's just playing, and he's as I mean, he's as good as he can be. He's not a great athlete, but Dalton Schultz is where he's supposed to be, and catches a damn ball, and Dak throws it to him. Point is, I'm not sure how much James Washington plays, even if he is active, and I and I don't think it's this week for him. I think it's probably next week, but I'll put it out there if you're desperate. Whenever you mention Dallas, I always want to say that I I see to you on everything with Dallas because you know that you're tied in. The only way, the only time I ever push back on you, I still say Tony Pollard. Greater than Zeke Elliott. Where are we at on that now? Now, are you going to look? No, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you at all. There, there's his. He's dynamic as hell, and he's really worked on being a better blocker, picking up the blitz and stuff like that. Right. The interesting part for the Cowboys now is is this is Tony Pollard's fifth year of his rookie contract, which they right? didn't. Sorry, fourth year, which fourth they year, didn't yeah. pick up his fifth year. So now Tony Pollard's going to be a free agent and probably going to command from somebody. More than Dallas will pay six, seven million dollars a year, right? Right, and and I don't think the Cowboys are going to want to pay it because you don't pay a fifth year running back, right? Six or seven million dollars. The only thing is, his total number of carries to this point, as we sit here today, is still only about 50 more than Zeke had his rookie year. I I understand that. Listen, but I'm telling you right now, there are very few people every year. I've got somebody I have a man crush on. I told you for CJ Spiller was one of them. I had Reggie Bush as a man crush at one point. Tony Pollard's my man crush this year. Well, it, and everybody who, who drafted him was patient is, is damn happy yes. about it. Uh, the, the two of them are a great combination. Zeke is actually seeding a little bit too and just saying, listen, so fast, shot out of a cannon. Uh, but Zeke's played right. very well. Zeke's played very well this year. He's For what he's got left, they've been a great one-two combo. They really have. That's the, yes, they really have been. It's great for the Cowboys to have both those guys there. I hope they're both there next year, but I think Pollard, I hope it doesn't turn like an Alvin Harper type thing well, to, where it's like, to be you know, honest with because you, a guy. when this season started, I thought they were both gone. They can get out from yeah. Zeke's really unbelievably tough contract that Steven wrote right. uh, and for not too much money. But now sure. certainly he's kind of getting into that. He's a cowboy. He's a true cowboy, right? We were right. worried he was a dick, but he really hasn't been a dick. And the truth is he's gotten along great with the quarterback and everyone in the locker room loves him. And he's sort of one of those, you know, 21's a cowboy, and all of a sudden now they're like, sure. yeah, okay, if he'll rework, okay, maybe. And then you look at Pollard, and you're like, yeah, you don't sign a fifth-year running back, but shit, he's only got 345 carries, so maybe. Pretty and all good. of a sudden I've gone from they're both gone 
to maybe they're yeah. both here next year. Yeah, they're both back. Yeah. And, yeah. and by the way, there's there's something you said about being if your name is former cowboy, great. That's huge. Yeah. You know, if you're the guy who stays there forever to the end, same thing. Pollard could also benefit from Zeke there too. It's a great one-two yeah. punch. No doubt. Uh, item number five is the drops. These are always tough because they're so many bye weeks, so many injured players. I wrote Mark Ingram down. If you've been waiting around for Mark Ingram to come back, I, I don't know. I don't think he's got much left. There's nothing good going on in New Orleans. And if anybody sort of starts to pick it up, it would, should, would, could be Kamara, right? So I think you can drop Mark Ingram for one of these guys we talked about. I even wrote Aaron Rodgers down. I mean, elbows, ribs, and they're four and eight. And he actually made a comment last week, I think after the game, saying, as long as we are mathematically here, I'm going to try to play. But I don't feel bad for him for a minute because I've been enjoyed watching his career, but it's been needles in my eye to listen to him talk. And now he's got, yes. you know, I mean, he's everywhere and I'm over it. Uh, hey, with, but, uh, with, with Rogers, and, and if you and I, if either one of us ever had the opp- opportunity to be a GM of a team, we would say to the man, the, the coach, hey, sit Rogers down. Let's see what we have with Jordan Love. Let's yeah. just see what we have. And if, if Jordan Love is shit, that's fine. We got Rogers next year. If Jordan Love is great, hey, Aaron, you're benched next year. Yeah. Just do I'm that. Like that. I think that's perfect. Uh, yeah. Elijah Mitchell is out. We mentioned in San Francisco. I don't yeah. know how long. I think he IR'd him. So it's at least four games. Uh, and that's where Mason, the kid Mason, has an opportunity. Yeah. So look that one up. Item number six, these guys were just flat bad. Find too many players, so I went with teams, and we've already been through it. Broncos, Texans, and Rams are flat bad. We see some potential with te- Texans uh, wide receivers for the fantasy world, sure. and then the Bears without fields are not worth yeah, turning on. Look, they're a different team. That when you got Peterman out there playing quarterback and Mooney's yeah. out, there's no one you like on the Bears team. It, and we'll see what that Fields hopes he can play this week. We'll see, but without Fields, the entire Bears offense is garbage. He ain't playing. If I was him, I wouldn't play until I felt 100%. I really wouldn't. You're not winning many games. He's kind of crested a hump a little bit here to where he now knows, right, the confidence is in him enough that I've I've ascended. I've made, you know, I've gotten over another platform. I don't have to play out here and get hurt on a team that's going to win four or five games. So Take the losses and move up in the draft order, right? right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Because you now you believe this is your quarterback. So some of what yes. you wanted to get accomplished has been accomplished. Yep. Uh, item number seven, stardom. I need some help from you. Deshaun Watson is in and is starting this week. Is that your understanding? He is, right. Yes, he is starting against the Texans on so the road. I watched I Deshaun know. Watson in a preseason game, and I was like, well, he sucks. Right. Um, and so I'm curious. You know, we talked about, you know, the the sins of signing a quarterback for a long time for too much money. There's a little part of me that says Deshaun Watson may never make it back. And I don't know why I think that, but. That's a massive guaranteed contract they gave him. Their franchise, in many ways, is on the line. Uh, and we're like damn near two years him without playing. So I know. Lots of wonder about this. It's if I'm a TV executive, I love it because people will watch. He's at the Texans, his former team, and the Browns will give him every opportunity to succeed. They're going to throw the ball a lot, as much as Sean wants to. He might throw for 350 yards in this game, but I do agree he is a stardom guy. I would have grabbed him. I put in waiver claims for him across the board as just somebody who I wanted to have an opportunity to make a decision on. I wanted to be the one to say to the rest of my league, I want to decide if I want Watson down the stretch. Well, I just looked and found out he's only 27. I feel like an idiot. He's young. I know. I, I can't imagine that he's done. Um, it's almost boy. two years. That's the part that's hard. It's almost two years since he took a snap, and now he goes to the place where he played his entire career. I don't know. I, I I get why everybody signed him, and and I get that if I had him on my team in a keeper league right now, I'd probably keep him. I'd want to see what's going on uh, because I know what his upside is, and I kept thinking maybe he's pushing 30, but he's 27, so I'll shut up. Uh, I start him, Jordan Mason, check this. We mentioned this earlier. San Francisco running back, we already you know lauded the fact that San Francisco puts anybody in, and they run the ball effectively. One, it's attitudinal. Two, the offensive is really designed beautifully around the running game. Uh, and three, everybody just plays hard in that position. So you mentioned you've seen him. I haven't really seen him. You said he runs hard. He it's does. Not run shocking hard. to me. Yeah, it's not surprising to me. Uh, who else you got for stardom this week? I, Kyron Williams for the Rams. Look, he um, he had more snaps than the Rams running back last week. He uh, had 11 rushing attempts with the Chiefs, and he he is somebody who I think again injuries happening, and because of what's going on with the Rams, he has some potential there. 
Um, their their offensive line is not great this year, but I do think that Williams, though, a guy, again, fighting for his job, fighting for his future, is somebody you could consider. Another one, Zonovan Knight for the Jets. Uh, Michael Carter got hurt against the Bears. Michael Carter was setting up to have a big game, and um, he does better when they've got Mike White in their quarterback. Certainly Michael Carter does that. But the fact that Carter might be hurt, might not play, we got to watch him. James Robinson, which was surprising to me, the guy they got from Jacksonville was a healthy scratch this past week. And so Zonovan Knight seems to be, he had 69 yards in his debut for the Jets. And uh, according to what I saw on ESPN, it's the most by any Jets player making his NFL debut since Matt Snell back in 1964. So Matt Snell. All right. Who else? That was it. So th- those are the two guys I really like, though, as far as potential stardoms this week, guys, sneaky plays you can have. Okay. Anybody else that you're just pissed at that you're sitting just because they're healthy but not showing you much? Well, and sitting wise, look, there's um, Josh Jacobs. You got to watch his situation. I'm not saying Josh Jacobs is a bad sit, but watch his injury situation. Tua could have a tough time against San Francisco. Uh, the 49ers do a great job defensively, obviously. Uh, I don't like Brady against New Orleans. I don't like DeAndre Swift against Jackson. I think DeAndre Swift and, and Detroit are still leaning towards Williams being the guy there, at least certainly in the red zone, which is what hurts Swift's um, value. I, I don't like Cordero Patterson against Pittsburgh. The Steelers' defense has figured something out, and you've got a situation now where Pittsburgh does not just rely on Watt. They've got other guys out there that are making plays on defense. Um, and then we talked about earlier about uh, the situation with McKenzie and Buffalo. Gabe Davis against New England, I don't like that either. So uh, Gabe Davis has, although he had some great games early in the season, he's underperformed lately. I'm sitting Gabe Davis. I'm sitting Patterson. I'm sitting Swift. Okay. Uh, injury updates is item number nine. There are quite a few here. We've sort of warned you off of Keenan Allen, who's actually played two weeks in a row, but has two or three catches in each one of those games and seems to sort of be limiting himself. He seems to be standing on the sidelines a lot. He's trying to get out there and make a big play, which he did in the Kansas City game two weeks ago. He made a really big catch at the end of the game that gave them a chance to to get the lead. Uh, Mike Williams, we thought he was healthy, and two weeks ago had one catch for about 20 yards on the sideline, fell on his back, and that was it. He was done. Uh, he is not he is not practiced today. Keenan Allen did. Von Miller is out. We don't usually put defensive players in here, but that does matter. When Von Miller comes back, Buffalo's going to get a little injection. Um, and he was on uh, social media uh, exhorting OBJ to come to Buffalo, too. So, obviously, he's he's all in. Damian Harris, uh, New England, is out already, I think. That's a Thursday night game, right? That's That's tomorrow night. Yes, he's not already. It's week to week. It's a week with him. And um, you know, I look in, in all my drafts I did this year, Brady, I was drafting Ramondre Stevenson and I grabbed him after other people grabbed, grabbed Damian Harris. I love Ramondre yeah. Stevenson. I think he has a great week this week. Damian Harris, week to week, play Stevenson. Mac Jones looked pretty good. Mac Jones looked like he's sort of working his way into a leader on that team, which I guess isn't surprising. Uh, Justin Fields, we don't think should play. So he was around right. practice. That's what I heard today on Wednesday. Yeah. Had something to say like, well, I feel better than I felt like the dog shit I felt like a week ago. So that's good. Right. But right. it didn't sound like I'm feeling good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm headed towards playing. I didn't get that feeling at all. Now monitor the situation, but sure. uh, he's, he's at Green Bay. I wouldn't. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, showed up as a, didn't practice today as well. Uh, it's a knee from what I understand with him. It's a big deal for everybody on that uh, sure. San Francisco offensive team if he doesn't play. He's not the yep. second coming of anything other than maybe the most handsome man in the world, but he does make that offense go. He does, and that's important. He's on a he. The deal he signed with San Francisco look was you can't franchise tag me next year, so mm-hmm. he is going to be a true free agent next year. Mm-hmm. So if he's not one hundred percent, I don't think he'll play. But my God, if he led this team to the playoffs. NFC Championship kind of game, how much would that boost his value? Prediction. Jimmy Garoppolo signs with San Francisco because he's honest enough with himself to know that he could make millions of dollars modeling, but that he's not that good a fucking quarterback and he needs to stay in that system to be good. On the other hand, I might just be wrong. No, but at what number, though? So let's say Trey Lance. Uh, With Trey Lance, all they invested in him with draft capital. I'm with you. I believe Garoppolo's probably the better option for that team. But at what number? Like, how low can the 49ers go? 
and how low will Garoppolo accept? I agree. Garoppolo would be much better for Frisco than somebody else. Travis FTN, what's yep. going on with him? Well, he, he does have a foot injury. So um, I think he's going to try to play. I would yeah. be surprised if he did not play. So I monitor him, but I think he'll be okay to go. The quote that I'm I'm seeing from today actually is uh, head coach says we are feeling good about him playing this weekend. Uh, okay. So monitor. Uh, McCaffrey is hurting again. They'll be careful with him. I I have a feeling he plays, but you're looking at ten to twelve touches at the most. So that kid Mason we mentioned might be somebody that's good for you. Joe Mixon as well. The last couple of weeks in Cincinnati, I'm not sure on that one yet either. You heard anything? I think he will play this week. It's trending that way. I think they was being cautious because of the concussion protocol, but I think he will play this week. J.K. Dobbins, I saw a little something about he's around practice. Do we know? He's around practice, but there's no word on him. And Baltimore, like I said, look, Dobbins is probably the best true running back out of the group they have, but they've got a bunch of guys that can plug in there. They may be cautious with him looking long-term. Uh, Jamar Chase, by the way, said he feels great, has no pain, um, as they get ready for Kansas City. I think the Chase could have played last week. He hmm. chose not to. Looking forward to this Kansas City game this week. And also okay. Aaron Rodgers, with his injuries, he does plan to play. Kansas City rolling three rookies out there and insisting on playing a whole bunch of man coverage. I bet he wants to play. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I bet he wants to play in a 45-40 game. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Um, tips from the pros. That's you and me, no matter uh... – no matter what anybody thinks, don't don't <laughs> let us fool you. Uh, I'm looking at, at this week's games. So reminding everybody, as we did last week, there's only two teams off this week. You probably don't Arizona, care, Carolina. although my Deontay Foreman is off. Carolina and, who, and Carolina and who else? Arizona. So Hopkins, James Conner, Kyler Murray. Those are the okay. big ones. There you go. Uh, but next week, six teams off. The final bye week is next week, six teams off. If you're like Tito and I, and you're struggling here to try and grab the last playoff spot, you cannot afford to have one, maybe even two players next week sure. out of your lineup. You probably can't afford it. I know I can't. Um, so do something about it, even if you have to lose a little bit in a trade, yep. because the number one thing you got to do is get in, right? Just just like the real world, get in the tournament. Chip in a chair. Chip in a chair, no doubt. No That's what you're looking at. You're going to take advantage of that if you can. If you're one of the teams who were, unlike Brady and I, that we talk about, that went at a huge start to the season and you're locked into the playoffs, take advantage of that and try to trade players to desperate teams. Yes, absolutely. Do your due diligence and looking at the rest of the teams in your league and finding out who you can literally steal someone from and give them a slightly lesser player that will yes. play this week or next because you have a buy issue. Somebody will do it. Somebody will yeah, do it. Absolutely. Make the calls. And look at the playoff matchups for your teams. Look at find ways to target somebody who might not be elite, but it's got elite matchups in the last few weeks of the season when you really need it for the playoffs. Any teams or players that you think are still coming? I still, I was shocked to see Tampa lose last week. I still think right. there's something coming there. Tell me about uh, Tampa's uh, running back. Uh, yeah, why so did he not gets, play? Rashad White is really good. And he's going to be the guy they're going to lead on more than anybody else. Leonard Fournette. I think, look, Fournette's washed to me. People probably drafted him higher than they should have, thinking that Fournette will repeat this. Rashad White is the future in Tampa Bay. That's the guy you want to have more than Fournette. And Rashad White has shown he can block in the passing game, which is key with Tom Brady. If you can block in the passing game, that's a big plus. And Rashad White has shown he can prove it. It's proved he can handle that. Is Fournette injured, struggling with an injury? He's struggling with an injury still, but I, he's still going to play. And he's going to okay. get touches. And Fournette's still trying to hang on, but Rashad's the guy they're going to trust more than anybody. Okay. All right. Anything else you got for the friends and the fans? Uh, we got Kaven just posted, should I trade Henry for Ramondre Stevenson and Godwin? Huh. I would make that trade. You would. Boy, that was quick, and you haven't even seen his roster. I haven't. I don't you care. I like Ramon, I love Ramondre Stevenson that, Stevenson that much, and I'm not that big of a believer in Derrick Henry going forward. Okay. I'm with you. Godwin's a guy that Tom throws the ball to, and he's in the right place at the right time. I'm, sure I'm with you. That's a two for one. That's neither one of those guys. You and I generally like the best player trade, and I think Henry's the best player. We would agree with that. But that's two pretty damn good players right there. You get. I, I I would agree. I'll say to you if if you need two players for one, that's a pretty good two player for one trade. As, as everybody yeah. sits here now. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm good. You good? 
Anybody I'm else? Good, man. Anybody else got questions out there? Throw them in. We got another minute or two. Kevin, I hope that helped. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. I'm at uh, Thit Happens. You are at, tell me at again. D, at DFW for Dallas Fort Worth. At DFW Sportsbeat was the name of my TV show for years, so I've stuck with that one. Uh, but I'm at the Star all the time. I'll give you as many updates as I can about not only the Cowboys, but who they're playing and what all the uh, the rest of my reporter types know that's going on around the NFL. 40 years playing fantasy sports, man. This is pretty, this is pretty fun stuff. This has been some kind of year, hasn't it? With the, did you know, did you hear the number the other day that the NFL's uh, yards per carry and rushing attempts are up for the the highest in 46 years? Did you hear that? It's 4.7 yards a carry this year, running the football across the NFL. That's amazing. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. It's incredible. So it's a few things. What it's right. It's lots of nickel and dime defenses with a whole bunch of guys backing up. Right. Right. And it's NFL teams who have decent enough running backs where they're running two guys or three guys in. So you're getting healthier, happier legs coming into the game. I think yep. it's those two things, right? I agree. Okay. I agree. All right. Well, I'm good, Tito. You? I'm great, brother. We'll talk next week. Good. Look forward to it. Good luck, everybody. Enjoy your holidays. Thanks. Okay, bud. Yep. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.